So, Greg, you find yourself in this room that seems ever expansive, but definitely has some sort of uh, barrier within it. You can't see it, but you understand it. You know where it is. You and Tompkins and Eleanor stand before Nyx, arms folded, seems very, very happy, very excited to see the three of you. But what catches your attention is not Nyx, even though you would imagine that she would be the center of attention. But you can't help but find yourself staring at is this object. It seems to be this large sigil floating in the air. Oh boy. It glows like stained glass from a church. Its image several islands held together by a series of chains. And Nick says, I cannot think of a better way for this to wrap up than for you to be here with me and our little friend Tompkins. Tompkins in full house armor. <laughs> Maybe he's made it a duplex? Possibly. It seems like there's more somehow. Stares at her and says, you're never going to get away with this plan. And he looks to you, Greg. He says, what is the plan? Like, what, like, what does she want? I think, I think that's sanctuary. Yeah, that's, 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 that's sanctuary. What are you, what are you doing with sanctuary? <sighs> you seem like the only one that actually wants to follow through with talking. That makes me pretty happy. How dare. How dare! I am so offended right now. I'm more offended than whenever I got Wesley killed. <laughs> oh my I, God. I would be offended, but I'm dead. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Wesley. I'm so sorry. Um, and she says, um, do you know how people like me are made? No. Nightmares come to people in their worst possible moment. And if they can, they sneak in. And that's when they take over. What you should know, she gets a little closer and kind of kneels down almost to you a little bit. That's not the case with me. I have complete and utter control of my nightmare. And when she says that, the darkness kind of comes off the floor and starts to lovingly wrap around her like a snake. And she kind of puts her hand out and it kind of twists and turns until the mouth of the snake kind of lays in her hand. And then it takes a couple, uh, takes a, like, it, steps is what you feel. Even though it's a snake, it doesn't, it's not taking steps, but it kind of comes off her body and then crashes into the ground twice as it rises up and takes that familiar, almost giant-like uh, shape that you'd seen before, or you would have seen had you stayed on the ship. Mm. Excuse me on that. <laughs> you did take some time off, some PTO. A little bit. Uh, so yeah, I don't know that Greg has seen it. <laughs> Callie's seen it, so I'm sticking with the description. Sure. Uh, 
After that, it kind of just like splashes and spreads across the ground and disappears. And she says, um, I think you all seem to have the impression that I work for or care about torment. You just need to understand, I don't. If you don't work for torment, then then what are you doing? Why would you do this? I'm doing this because I want to. You see, you all seem to be worried about, you know, what Torment's going to do in these nightmares and how they're going to just live on top of a world and just suckle it and keep everything sad or something. I don't really get it. But when I tell you that I'm going to take a world off the map, I'm not going to just coat it in ink and be impressed with my color palette choices. With that, she kind of stands up a little bit. Why? Why would you want this? Do you honestly want to know why? I don't understand. Yes. I will tell you why if you really want to know. But we both probably have an understanding that when I tell you the story, I understand that you won't agree with it. I think you, better than any of the others, will be able to sympathize with it. But I'm not telling this to you because I think you'll get it and change your mind. I am from the same world that everyone else thinks you are. Which is kind of funny. From Cog? I'm from Cog. Did you know that it didn't used to be the way it is now with the Five Masters and the Gunslingers? When the Five Masters first started, they were all active participants in the training of Gunslingers. They all thought they had something to bring together to add but the five masters you know one of them was keeping an absolutely dangerous secret and when that secret came to light amongst them they split up and they no longer work together to train gunslingers but they all came together to teach me I was a pretty good gunslinger I used to travel the world, hunt down anything that threatened any kind of peaceful situation, whether it be a nice calm town, um, an airship in trouble, didn't matter what it was. I was helping out with a gold mine. I was making my way through there and it was pretty personal because they had stolen my kid. These uh, mercenaries, this group came together and they wanted to lure me into the gold mine. They thought that was their best shot. I went in, even though it was a trap. And um, they blew the mine. And I was able to get out. But my my daughter didn't. 
I got about 20 feet away until I realized that my baby was buried. And foolishly, I tried to move the rocks. I tried to get to her. I, I knew that she was gone, but it didn't matter. And then I don't know if it was an aftershock or I don't know what happened, but I got closed in as well. And, uh, on my verge, on the verge of death, the masters came and they got me out. And I was able, I was supposed to get back on, <laughs> on the horse, uh, let's say. I didn't, can, didn't feel like I could continue doing the, uh, whatever the good work is that I was doing. And, um, instead I became focused on a, um, story I'd heard that you could bring back someone with the right spell. If you had found somebody uh, who knew the right little ritual and you had the right components, you could bring someone back to life. I hunted up and down. I scourged. I peeled back the world. And then I learned the really harsh truth. You can bring someone back to life. It's very, it's absolutely possible. If a deity is involved, personally involved, if they want it to happen, and they bring them back. But it's not as simple as doing that thing that those spellcasters do, where they just whisper a couple words and they do some silly dance and a fireball comes out. It's not like that. The deity, whichever one it is, I don't know, has to personally calm down and be involved. That's... I, I can't accept that. I found a way to force... I found a way to get off this world and keep looking. I found out that you can't there's all these rules. There's all of these ridiculous, stupid rules. I could sit here and I could tell you that this world lets you do this and that world lets you do that. The point is, I can't get my daughter back. At my lowest, that's when my nightmare came. But I wasn't ready to just give in to depression and sorrow conquered it and then I started walking between I guess what they call the waking and the dreaming started finding other people like me taught them how to control their nightmares together all of us came together and we wanted to see if we could do it to other people could we make people like us 
we had a couple of failures, but we really thought we had something going with the remnants of this dead world until the recently departed screwed it all up. I don't like when someone tells me what I can and can't do. If these rules are in place between these worlds, I decided I was going to find out where these rules were kept. And I did. Somewhere deep inside this stupid city was sitting this. I thought by using the mirror walk, I could find a way to get to this, this sigil. This sigil is the barrier between the waking, the dreaming, and the dearly departed. Once I shatter this, all those rules are broken. That... That's not gonna bring your daughter back in the way that you want her to. Neither you or I knows what happens I when I break this barrier. There's got to be a reason that's there. It's not just to make a bunch of rules to make people angry or make people's lives harder. There's got to be a reason for that being there. Mm. You breaking it isn't going to... You don't know, though. You're assuming that whoever or whatever put this in place was good at their job. You don't know what's going to happen. Man, I can't believe she thought that Greg would be the one who would agree with this instead of Tristana, known breaker of things. <laughs> <laughs> but you have a kid. I will tell you that I think what happened to him absolutely unforgivable. I'm glad that you did what you did. I don't know how you survived. That's a pretty high drop. The point being <laughs> that kids should be off the table. They should. But you brought me a surprise. Looks over to Tompkins. He just kind of like steps kind Tom of defensively in front of him a little bit. Yep. And so does Eleanor. See, I, I didn't Eleanor really. Eleanor was inside the house. Oh, touche. <laughs> Eleanor looks from outside the, the living room. Has <laughs> <laughs> her face pressed against the glass. <laughs> she closes the curtains. Looking through the peephole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> checks her ring app. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that I was going to have someone here who might help me guide it. Because shattering it and breaking the rules, getting rid of the rules, love it, obviously. But with this little guy, and she kind of looks down and... Tompkins kind of takes a step back, drops, and it's probably the most powerfully defensive home you've ever seen. <laughs> it's in a suburb. It's a gated community. <laughs> There's all sorts of rules and bullshit now. You can't even, you don't even know where you're going to be able to park. There's so many. It's definitely part of a homeowner's association. Absolutely. They, def they definitely don't let people like Nick's in this neighborhood. No. 
No. I can already see that each mailbox that has grass slightly too high <laughs> has the note in it that says they're being fined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too high grass. Your blue is off the shade. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, with our friend here, the architect, who knows what we can do? There's a chance we could reshape the afterlife. There might not even have to be an afterlife. Who would make up a situation where you get to live, something unfortunate happens to you, and then you just go somewhere else? Why does that need to be a thing? So just no consequences. When you hear a voice, this voice says, saying goodbye is part of life. I wish I had more answers for you, but I don't. Now step away from the sigil, Nyx, or I will put you somewhere much, much worse. Alice is trying to control which way you're going, Tristana. Are you allowing that to happen? Or are you still vibe running? Oh, cool I runnings, thought- if you will. I thought Alice had given up last <laughs> last session. She was just like, well, this is the way and I don't know where else. And so I'm like, I know. She seems way. like she's follow she's me. picking up her pace again. OK, then, yeah, I'll follow Alice's vibes instead of my own. <laughs> All right. So you continue running. Blades are being pressed against the wall as needed. But you don't seem to be getting anywhere closer. It's not like Alice is getting frustrated and giving up. Alice has kind of found a second wind. It's just for some reason, they're all going in loops. She doesn't have the right vibes. So you keep running and keep running. Um, Every now and then you edge Alice one way. And Alice becomes frustrated. Not like she was before. But she becomes a bit frustrated when you all find yourselves at the entrance to the Court of Walkers. Bernie, you give it a shot. Follow your vibes, man. He uh, closes his eyes and kind of like cocks his head like he's listening. Mm -hmm. And then he just takes off running. All right. So give me a wisdom roll. Okay. 17. All right. Nice. You trust yourself in a way. And instead of running, you open your eyes. Okay. The individual that you see before you kind of smiles and says, it's this way. And... You're at the entrance to the Court of Walkers, which means you're right in front of a giant portrait. The portrait in front of you mm-hmm. is Brummelstone, the individual they say began this entire thing. It's our boy! <laughs> the portrait is moved, and there's a passageway in there. Hell yeah. Okay. The individual steps inside. Is West playing Grummelstone now? You all begin to make your way 
inside this tunnel. And the individual in front of you says, this will take us where we need to go because we all believe it will. Continues to walk forward. So, Greg, you hear that voice and you turn around and you see that individual. Before you can say anything, Nix, who recognizes this person immediately, says, huh, well, hello, Patch. Yeah. And as you turn around, behind Patch are Vernon and Tristana and Hikari. So you're all back together again, and along with Alice. You guys made it. Where's Harold? Tristana just looks down. Oh no. He's gone, Greg. The professor got him. So this is what you want, Nix? No. I want to bust this open and you can go find your little goblin friend immediately. And Patch takes a step forward and he says, I've been around for a long time. There's a lot of things that I know. I don't understand everything. I don't think I'm supposed to. And I've got more names than even I know about. There is a structure to the way that things work. There's a beginning and there's an end. For each one of us, I don't know what's on the other side of Sanctuary. I don't think I'm supposed to know. I don't think any of us are until it's time. I think that if there was never a goodbye, then a hello would be an empty gesture. You see him in his cloak as the midnight sky that drapes across the bottom begins to give off a soft glow. And he says, Alice, go ahead and get the architect and Eleanor out of here. And he turns to look at that little subdivision. <laughs> Slightly confused at first. But he knocks on the door. Tompkins' head comes out of the chimney. Patch. It's quiet for a second. You can see a little bit of his face now as he takes his hood down. And he says, You'll be safe now. Goodbye, old friend. And he taps the, uh, the kind of, uh, large porch on his <laughs> side. It's misplaced. No one should bring it up. Tompkins isn't really great at home decor and building houses. He's really good at <laughs> cities. That's about it. And Tompkins nods and he says, goodbye, old friend. But Tompkins, his voice is way more cracked. He doesn't want to say this. And Nick says, if you think you're going anywhere and 
Patch quickly takes his cloak and he throws it over Alice and Tompkins and Eleanor. Eleanor by default, really. And uh, the cloak falls to the ground. You can see the stars and then the stars fade and then the cloak fades. Ah shit, they Obi-Wan Kenobi'd it. (laughs) I'll be far more powerful. You can strike down my front porch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the front porch was crooked. He's an architect who can't make houses. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, Patch looks at you all and he says, I don't know if that was a mistake or not. This voice is kind of crunchy, kind of uh, (laughs) raspy. And you're looking at a much different patch now. You're looking at a patch who's just wearing a simple, tucked-in, kind of um, almost khaki-like shirt. <laughs> um, he's wearing these uh, nice long slacks, and you can see the scar on his face. His little um, far too long, depending on the decade you live in, um, goatee. And uh, he says. Well, I think that there's a lot of talking, but he turns and looks at her and he says, um, I guess I can't put you where I wanted to put you, but maybe you'll find the answers you're looking for on the other side of Sanctuary. Yeah. And everyone should roll initiative. That was an excellent death threat. (laughs) Hell yeah. I do, I like, I like bar fight patch just like yes old bones creaking i have one of each spell left so yeah this is all my spells don't worry it's gonna be rough i've got a few bull oh (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to kill you why why did you do it she lies Do we still have his body? We've got guns. It's fine. I'm just kidding. We, we, um, we have pushed the blame off three different times, so it wasn't my fault. But. Definitely not. Thanks, Peter. For the crow cause, three times you'll deny me. All right. So Patch looks at all of you and he says, hey, don't forget. And he looks at you with really like really stern eyes and he says don't forget to drink up you know because I brought you that brew or that milk and he looks at Vernon and we start off with Vernon don't forget to drink up so I'm assuming I got like a little tankard on my side or something that I didn't know about you're assuming well he said he 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 brought it believe Go ahead and roll a charisma check. Yeah, are you assuming or are you? <laughs> uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yep. You're searching, but maybe he didn't give you anything. It's kind of weird. Do do like uh, Naruto. Naruto, believe it. <laughs> believe it. <laughs> anything else you want to do? That um, was just a um, a interact with an object. So you still have your full set of actions. I charge next. All right. How much? <laughs> Everything I can. <laughs> I'm going to attack twice. Life. 
So the first attack is a 25, and the second attack is a 14. You have two. So does Hikari. Yeah, she does. Thank you for reminding me that. Did you just shake your head? No. I legitimately shook my head. No, I'm like, no, she doesn't. And I'm like, wait, yeah. Uh, I'm bad at this game. Like, Hikari has two kicks, remember? No, she doesn't. Oh, shit. Nice try, Callie. I'm trying to pad our numbers. Um... (laughs) But uh, one of them hits, not the other. Okay. Uh, so I think I'm going to go ahead and add a Divine Smite with the one that hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22 damage. All right. So, uh, yeah, you kind of you crash your blade against her, and there's this huge explosion of Divine Light, and she kind of, like, curls back like, whoa, what? And she's looking around. Uh, anything else? Aside from trying to sort of position myself between her and the party, uh, that's where I would end the turn is between her and the rest of my friends. And it's her turn, and you Bring get a, a uh, <laughs> you get a reaction because she's 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 moving away. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, I'll fuck take that opportunity attack. Oh, I missed it. So only a nine. All right. So uh, as you swing your blade hurriedly. Um, you cannot find a way to connect. And as she pulls back, she says, No, I'm not. There's way too many of you. And she slips back and kind of starts to split into multiple versions of herself. But they're kind of far away. You get the sensation, even though she doesn't look that far, you have the sensation that she's far away. As the room kind of fills with these three entities. Depending on who you are, you might have met them already. Um, one of them is a, a small uh, little halfling, and he's kind of has this nice black cloak that he's wrapped around in, so he's kind of just a cloak in the head, and he's kind of cute. Um, and he kind of turns and look at all of you, and he's like, oh, I was waiting for you at the tower. He seems really confused. Um <laughs> Are we all? Are we all really confused? What? Um, The other individual, um, they are bald with a goatee. They um, have these kind of nice open robes, and they have a tabard with a fanciful design upon it. And underneath, uh, above that, they have battle armor, even though they seem to be some sort of caster. They have this incredibly powerful looking uh, battle armor and they're wearing thick leather gloves and they're wearing the hood, but they're not trying to cover their face. And then the last one, uh, they are a very old, very stocky dwarf. They have simple traveler's clothes. The thing that surprises you is they are carrying this massive oversized gauntlet and they stand up and they feel very confident in this gauntlet, which has these um, two glowing stones uh, right on the uh, opposite side of the palm. Oh, shit. And he has this, uh, <clears throat> he's, he seems very, very old and he's wearing this cape and he's staring at all of you trying to figure out what exactly he wants to do. But the three of them are here now and... The first person to react is the individual with that that gauntlet. And first thing they do 
is they punch the ground and one of the gems lights up and it's this like really kind of beautiful naturistic green gem and this huge Venus flytrap sort of creature burst out of nothing and stretches out and since Nathan is the closest or Vernon does this fucker have the Rolanus guardian shit? he uh, stretches out and Fifteen is not a hit, I believe. No, my AC is twenty. No, so you're Pedro, able to. T- Kelly brought up a very excellent question. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> is that the Rolanus Guardian gauntlet? Oh, I did hear that question. That's right. Um, you take your shield, bitch, <laughs> and you crash against it, <gasps> and you're able to deflect that attack. Um, oh. After that. Oh fuck. Oh no, I'm like 90%. Sure, I think it is. Oh no. We were just talking about the Regardian shit last night. You fuck. You fuck. Got it. Huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next one is that uh, cute little halfling um, with the, uh, you know, it should be an ugly bowl haircut, but he pulls it off. He's got the right, a little bit of pizzazz, if you will. Pedro, and, if you call him cute while he's killing us, the, it kind of cancels it out. It really does. <laughs> Wes is here. He's not He's not involved in the fight. Wes, you think he's a cutie? He's precious. There you How go. dare you, Wes? <laughs> Traitor. <laughs> Traitor. Oh, oh, I'm glad please. you died. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. I, just... I got you killed. It's fine. I didn't loot your body. I took you out of respect so you didn't... Your, your buddy didn't rest in Nightmare City. Gold will go to waste. Nightmare City <laughs> sounds used. like like come one, come all to Nightmare City. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our Halloween version of our greatest sales yet. <laughs> Halloween Nightmare Spooky Specials and Nightmare City is just is like the scary, sexy version of Halloween City. It's like right yes. next to Halloween City, but it's only like it's like 18 plus. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah, gore yeah. themed. No, it, there's no 18 plus. They allow anyone in there. This was yeah. clearly a mistake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the worst just Halloween costumes. Right, yeah. right. It's just a bunch of guys in trench coats who aren't buying anything. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is oh, no. I do love the idea of just like terrible Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like slutty cats. No, no like, I just, it's, I'm like, it's Linkus, and it's a guy, it's just like this brown vest and like I, this I, really long sword, but it's made I'm of thinking, cardboard. I'm thinking of like emotionally disturbing, sad ones oh. where it's just like, um, unplanned pregnancy. Like, oh, uh, but it's like sexy unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> sexy, yeah. So it's <laughs> like you, you have a belly, you strap to your belly. And no, then, it's just it's right. like a. But you have a, a really big sweater trying to hide it. <laughs> it's a well, it's a broken condom and a pregnancy oh. test. <laughs> like, oh wow, that is not sexy, sir. I know, right? It's Nightmare <laughs> City. That's why you put it in the Nightmare City. <laughs> Nightmare City. 
but it also comes with a bikini so any lady could wear it and it's perfect <laughs> i liked it in the back there's a game going on and it sounds like this so uh precious um also called yuri the little halfling that um has captured the imagination of a nation um he kind of like lowers himself and he takes off incredibly fast and he's going after tristana and let's see if you guys can figure out what his attack is. Stab. Good choice. We're getting there. Uh, is your AC um, better than an 18? I think it might be. Ooh. No, I'm wrong once again. I was going to say, I don't think you had a high AC. <laughs> that was like, Pathfinder. Oh, this game. I had a 19. Like, not this game. Yeah, but I had a 19 AC in Pathfinder back in the day. <laughs> Back in my day. It's just a little baby 14 right now because I have mage armor, probably. I'm yep, like so 90% sure before we He came. runs and does like the cutest little flip. But oh. then Tristana <laughs> has a different take than you all because Tristana gets double backstabbed in the show, like right below the shoulders. Adorable. For 16 damage. But that oh. landing. Oh, he like sticks the landing and then puts his little hands up. Oh my goodness. That's a keeper. <laughs> okay, so you know how I'm literally the worst? I've heard. Uh, <laughs> I need to go grab a pencil so I can mark off this HP. <laughs> Good idea. Greg, you're up. Okay, I'll go towards uh, Wexler. Okay. And so I'm gonna run up and try to punch, punch him. All right. So, all right. First attack is a whiff. <laughs> Natural twenty. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh. Kill it. Yeah, just like uppercut. Sixteen damage for that one then. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend a key point for a stunning strike. Hard fail. Stun for the until the end of my next turn, bitch. What? And then because they're stunned, we're gonna we're gonna Gloria blows that bitch and get advantage to hit him. All right, here we go. Okay, uh, does a sixteen hit? It does. Twenty-five. Yep. And then we get a free interact, right? You said for yep. the whatever he said something about drinking up. I'm gonna try to drink up. Be like, oh, he give us a drink, and I'm like trying to grab whatever at my side. Where where would it be? Probably be like in a little bit pouch on his side. That's where you find it. Greg's three-piece combo came with a drink. Hell yeah! <laughs> pop and I'll drink whatever. All right, you just got a long rest. Oh fuck yeah! I'm glad I waited till the end of my turn then. <laughs> that was worth it. Yeah. Sweet. Get all my shit back. Yep, you all feel right. completely rested. Oh, that's dope. I was like, <laughs> oh, I feel good. You know who else feels completely rested? Harold. <laughs> Eternally rest. rested, if you will. Eternally rested. All right, so uh, Patch steps up, and first thing he does is he kind of does a couple motions and uh, works a spell, and then when he does, he claps his hands, and there is this uh, giant kind of great sword that explodes from behind and then begins to float around him. And once he feels like he has that spell exactly right, he kind of snarls and he's like, 
There's this weird kind of like, almost like a bear roar as he kind of like leans over and you watch as his his shirt breaks <laughs> and his pants um, kind of uh, yes. conveniently only rip in the knees and then stay on <laughs> as we've learned how pants work when creatures get big. As he kind of turns into this like cross, he, he watches yes. like fur explodes all across him. Um, you watch as the scar is untouched, very important. He still has a bit of that goatee, but all the the fur that is uh, exploding around him uh, is struggling to kind of get that far out too. And before you know it, he's kind of hunched over and snarling. He seems to be a mix half bear and half human. Amazing. And uh, anybody who knew a bit about a bit would know that he seems to be a werebear as he begins to almost crawl on all fours and now he has that sword and he has himself kind of in that that hybrid mixed shape and after that see Paddington's dad anyway uh, and next up is Tristana so about this gauntlet mm-hmm. oh yeah what's up do I recognize it as a relic or whatever of my world? There's two things that you know. One of them, that gem, absolutely from Rolanus. Fucking hell. Summons one of your elder spirits. The other gem, you don't know it. Okay. That gauntlet, you do know something about that. Two things. It's not from Rolanus, and it doesn't look to be a relic or an artifact. It looks a bit shabby, like it's homemade. And you don't recognize the other gem. Okay, two gems. I recognize one. I don't recognize the other. Right, and the gauntlet looks like it was crafted homemade, yeah. So the gem, is it... Explain to me like I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what the gem is? Um, the gem is much like your um, okay, so elemental it is stone. Elemental stone. Right, but it's able to summon one of the four elder spirits of your world. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. The problem is you don't know if this gem comes from the world of the path or the world of fables. Okay. Um, so I'm going to cast a, a beefy fireball. Okay. How can I hit the most? Oh, um, if you attacked the, one of the other two, you, you could get those two easy. So that's a deck save. I'm doing it so it hits the two. Uh, failed hard. Good. 31 damage. All right, that fireball um, gets thrown out, explodes, and you watch as it wraps around carefully. It wraps around your friends uh, carefully. But when the smoke clears, you see that the individual with the gauntlet looks incredibly mad. Uh, The other individual with the battle armor, you can't see his expression because he's on the ground. 
Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. So as you um, bring down that dream oh, hunter, no. you can hear Patch just... And that kind of, that roar fills the area. And all of you kind of feel this, like, inspired by him. Now, fun part. And there literally is a timer. So um, you can you can say no, I suppose. Or you can go for it. You get to level up. And you get five minutes. Five level minutes up? to level up? To level, level up. up right now? Bet. If you want to. We don't oh, have to. Oh, shit. I, I, I'm not good at this on the best of days. I know. <laughs> Why don't you just stop this? Wait, hang on. Can I at least pull up the PDF before the timer starts? Shannon doesn't know how to read. Oh, man. In a rough spot for five seconds. Uh, five seconds? For real? Just pick the next yeah. spell. But, uh, yeah, it's just down. It's your turn. Still, yes. Uh, right, of course. Okay, so... Um, you killed a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I killed a bitch. Yep. And now, Hikari! Go yes. get him! <laughs> oh, no! I got an eight. Does that hit? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so for my second attack that I thankfully have... Eight, no. Yep, 18. Yes, that hits. <clears throat> Not America's favorite gnome. Or halfling. Halfling, oh, yeah. No. More and more votes coming in for Yuri. Let's see what this does for Shannon. Uh, 12 fire damage. Um, oh, and then um, I'm going to um, grab my water skin and drink up. All right. And you just got yourself a nice long rest. <laughs> as you kind of lean back on the sands of the beach of Stardust. <clears throat> Oh, do we just drink sand? Fuck. No, you. <laughs> I love a good sand. No, it was Gritty. obviously dream cow milk. Oh, dream juice. All right, it's a new round because there's no Wexler because he's on the ground, and so that means. Uh, I mean, it's okay. He wouldn't have done anything. Anyways. I know it wouldn't have done anyway. Vernon, can I get around the plant to get to the guy who summoned the plant? Oh yeah, yeah. All right, then I'm gonna go try to double attack that gentleman. Uh, so we're looking at a 26 and a 14. Okay, one second. The creature gets a, um, opportunity attack. Ooh. Um. No, I drink you. 23. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, well. All right, that is 15 damage as it just kind of bites you. And then I need you to make a dexterity save. fuck. Hulk, I was gonna say mm-hmm. the classic feed me Seymour move. Uh huh. Well, let's hit me where it hurts, Pedro. It's a three. Oh wow. Oh. So you watch as oh. he picks Vernon up, and the Venus flytrap can go straight up, oh, and no. it opens, oh. and Vernon goes inside. Oh no. So right, I'm gonna try to slash my way out of the belly. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me now. I just rolled really well. Uh, Nice. 27 and a 21. Attack one, attack two. If Greg can punch his way out of a tree, you can slash your way out of a Venus flytrap. 
21 damage total. You nearly rip it open, and you can see kind of individuals. It's about ready to crack open. Then I will sit in its digestive juices for a turn. <laughs> Another 15 damage, um, this time acidic, as it's trying to digest you. Okay. Um, and the individual punches into the ground. No, he uh, he holds his um, his gauntlet up, and then you can see that there's this um, series of like uh, runes that float around it until eventually you hear like a and then suddenly there's this burst of energy as this huge kind of elemental being, right? They've got this um, kind of white energy that's kind of uh, flashing and crackling back and forth throughout this kind of a large torso that kind of winds down into almost nothing. There's almost no head. It's just like kind of this mound and these two eyes. But on the gauntlets, the like the armbands that are on the creature, they're constantly. Oh God, it's a time elemental. And then the other one's kind of keeping a different time, it seems like. But that's it for uh, this individual, Olsten. Does that mean it's from Obrimos? Um, Wouldn't I know maybe? it if it had been Obrimos? I mean, yeah, oh. you've got a pretty good hunch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yuri. America's favorite halfling is now going to go to work on Shannon. Well, on Shannon? No, on Tristana. Oh, he's reaching the screen and just yeah. stab. An eight. That does which, not hit for yeah, once. Yeah. So you step back, and then he rolls back, so he's further away from you. And this is a twenty-one. Ah, uh, that does hit. Yep. So he reaches into his sleeves. And he has two more daggers, and he throws them as fast and as fierce as he can. And these go into your, like, right below your shoulders as well. And that's uh, 18 damage. Which, Woo. we're looking quite a lot better just seconds ago. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and then... Hmm. Yeah, that and then... Right he, there is why he's America's favorite house. And then he <laughs> bends down a little bit. And he looks like he's waiting for something. Greg. What? I mean, it's your turn. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. Okay. Uh, Greg sees... If you pull this off, you could be a strong second place right next to Yuri. (laughs) His favorite halfling. Hell yeah. Cutest face he can do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's pretty tough for Greg, I think. Yeah. His crooked smile, broken nose. I think Greg's uh, extremely cute. I can't believe you would diss him like that. Um, Greg sees that Wexler is no longer an issue. Um, (laughs) So he'll turn around um, towards the plant because he can kind of see maybe a little bulge from Vernon. Um, (laughs) Not a little one. (laughs) Maybe big bulge from Vernon. He'll run over, try to (laughs) try to help Vernon get out so he'll try to punch through that shit. <laughs> All right. I gotta punch another plant. Now you um, know, just so you know, that uh, there's not much left. And the reason I say this is don't roll a one. Okay. 
The size of Vernon's bulge was the best retcon in World Walker's history. <laughs> Could have just um, said it was like a smooth spoon, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that's a uh, eleven hit. An eleven right. does not hit. Fuck. And then second hit. That's uh, fifteen to hit. That hits. It's uh, eleven damage. All right. That is enough. You watch as it cracks open, and that acidic digestive fluid spills over and it's like anything else? Yeah, then uh, bonus action can I, because the the summoner guy's nearby still, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna bonus action, run over to him and then flurry blows. Yes, uh, 15 to hit again? No. It seems like he knew it was coming and he moved out of the way. Alright, there we go. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 is a hit. After that is a patch. And so you can see that these, this like werebear, like this like heavily breathing, snarling uh, creature uh, that is luckily on your side um, kind of looks around the room and charges after Yuri. Don't know what it's going to do for his score at the end of the night, but he's going for it. So he charges over there and. Let's see what happens. Patch is really America's true sweetheart. So first off, that giant sword, it flies up and then just rushes over Patch and runs straight into Yuri. Yes, kill that bitch. And then the sword kind of comes out and Yuri (coughs) coughs up blood and then Patch kind of pulls back a little bit and then begins his attack. Like I said, he screams and he takes uh, each of his claws trying to rip him apart. One is successful, the other one he wasn't able to connect as um, Yuri is dodging around. But when he dodges, Yuri takes the opportunity to take two more daggers out. This is what he was waiting for. And he, he brings them into Patch. It is now uh, Tristana's turn. Oh, already? <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to have Hikari go first. And Hikari is going to do a stab on uh, America's favorite halfling. That is a 20, not a natural 20, a chump's 20, if you will. <laughs> that is nine damage. All right, so yes, he watches that explosion of light because you've used your astral die. And once Hikari is done, is that the final attack? That was the first attack. Okay, yep, and then go ahead with your second. Okay, I was waiting to see if the halfling uh, died. He spits out blood. Perfect. Um, that... Uh, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use I'm gonna use an, another astral dice. I'm just burning them. Fourteen to hit? No, unfortunately. Okay, I'm gonna use my big brain now. Oh yeah, what are you trying to learn? I'm so sorry. Um, about the elemental stones, cause like. Oh, um, what you would know basically is that those stones typically work when they're placed inside a gauntlet. But 
if you're asking whether or not you could swipe it out and try to use it. That's a- uh, so that's that's part of my question. The other part of my question is if we so like if I die, Hikari would normally go back to the light elementals, but the light elementals don't exist anymore. So like we don't know what happens to Hikari if I die. Correct. Correct. Okay, so this if this is the elder spirit of old Rolanus mm-hmm. and this chump that we're trying to kill dies, I don't want an elder spirit of the land of fables to go away forever. Right. So, um, yeah, I guess my two-part question is, can I steal it or can I, can I keep that from happening and or use it myself? I don't want to try to waste the question, I guess, but I want to try to be upfront. Um, no one's ever been able to rip a stone from a guardian. Right. But, but this guy just has. But a this Chevy. guy's not a guardian, yeah. Yeah. So you would have to essentially try to make history. Oh, so Tristana, anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a murder. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna fireball. If I can't hit both of them, I want to hit not Yuri. Uh, he failed. Thirty-three damage. Solid. Another explosion rips through the area, and. Uh, he looks like he's about ready to fall over. Um, but instead he kind of focuses and he keeps his uh, gauntlet closed. Like he, he just keeps that fist and tries to hold on. I yell at him, you're no guardian. Vernon. Okay, so <clears throat> for my action, uh, when we do like the healing surge with our hit dice, it's half of your hit dice, right? That you get to use? Yeah, you can use up to half, and okay. each die adds your constitution modifier. Each die adds my constitution modifier? Oh, holy shit. Okay, well, I am going to use all four dice, um, so I'm right off the bat, it's plus 12 because of my constitution modifier. Why don't you try to take a drink again? Because I'm waiting to burn through all my resources before oh, I re-up fair. on my resources. Fair. <laughs> 12, oh, man. 22. You played it right, man. So that takes me up to pretty close to full. Uh, so I sort of stand up and wipe some of the gunk off of me. Yeah. And then I whisper something, and I point at Tristana, and I cast Shield of Faith on her. Nice. Aww, thanks, bro. So for the next concentration, up to ten minutes, uh, she has plus two to her AC from a shimmering field, which nice. kind of looks like golden TV static when it gets hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the plant that I was inside of died, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, then I'm going to stay where I am, so I'm still kind of close to the guy who was summoning shit. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's it for your turn? That is my turn. My action, my bonus action, and I did not take a movement action. All right. So the uh, the summoner, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, seems furious, and he focuses on Tristana. What? Why? I don't know. I've just been <laughs> blasting him. Like crazy. I don't understand why you'd want to. He punches into the ground, and then that same greenish, uh, that same Venus flytrap bursts out of the (coughs) ground right at Tristana's feet. It comes up and it looks at you, 
And then it turns around and looks at someone else. It will Ooh. not attack you. Oh, oh, Rolanus, bitch. And he's see. Oh, Rolanus, bitch. And he seems furious. I'm one of the last true Rolanins. He doesn't have enough badges to control it. Nope. And so he immediately kind of uh, looks at the new summon that he brought forth. And he kind of starts to move in a quick fashion. And then he puts his fist forward. And that uh, kind of weird, um, what you would, it seems like you guys seem to believe it's uh, some kind of chrono elemental, Mm -hmm. rushes forward and it brings its fist back against Tristana. Does it send me back in time? And then it stops. And it will not attack you. What? I'm the greatest Pokemon trainer of all time? (laughs) And I got the very best that no one ever was? You got all the badges. Oh my god! (laughs) Recognize. (laughs) I'm Uh, the ruler of the Elite Four, you guys. (laughs) Yuri seems furious at what's going on and decides to attack Hikari. Oh no. No, my girl. 19? I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about anything that does, in fact, hit. <laughs> All right, so that's 15 damage. The second attack misses, but he seems determined to rip Hikari apart. Greg. I'm going to punch a bitch. Punch <laughs> 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 Okay, punch him. Uh, well, that was, that was a whiff. That's like eleven. <laughs> I'm gonna punch the vet on it, right? Second attack. Wow. Don't worry, it happens to Ash catch him See, too. Just, it's, yeah. It was just a faint because it's a nat twenty again mm. to the summoner, and I'm gonna try to stun him again. Fuck it. Yeah, you clock him in the jaw, and he's, he's, he goes almost flying back. Seems angry and he holds on. He might be holding on just out of fury and rage. Did he make his save too then? Uh, I didn't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to stun him. 13. What the fuck? He barely made it. Okay, so Patch can. Patch rushes over and almost pounces uh, Yuri. Yeah, fuck that little halfling up. And between the sword and his uh, furious attacks, his last one is uh, he right before he hits Yuri, he brings the claws in and then just almost like slams him into the ground. And Yuri's done. Yeah. Excellent. Now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, rest in peace, America's favorite halfling. That's a level up. What? As, Fuck. As I don't yes, think I don't bitch. think we can do this one in five minutes. Nine nine is level nine is going to be a pretty big level yeah. for most he of us. He screams think. once again and tries to bring you up with him. So you guys, you guys want the five minutes? You guys want to try and level up? Um, I, mean, I, I don't sure do want to try. I want right. to look and see what I got to do. I'm gonna level up because at the very end, the proficiency goes up. So we're back to Tristana. Oh, 
boy. Oh. Right, well, I guess I don't have time. Oh, man. Okay. So, so the question is, um, the only Hikari thing that will make this hard is... is going to go after um, the summoner. Go get him, Hikari. He doesn't deserve those stones. <laughs> Hikari just bursts across the field and suddenly appears in front of him. Traces of light are left behind. She's so cool. <laughs> She's getting cooler. Uh, yeah, that's an 18 for the first attack. All right. I'm going to use another astral die for damage. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is 15. That's 18 damage. Nice. All right. And so Hikari runs her arm through him. And he looks over at you, Tristana. And he says, I'm from Obremos. I'll see you soon. As he slides off that arm and doesn't move, the gauntlet slides off his hand. Take it. Get it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab the gauntlet. Alright, so you race forward and you grab it. And then do you just put it on? Can I, like, I don't know, check it? Is it a bad... Is there any reason this would be a bad idea? I feel like this is a trap. Does it have teeth? (laughs) (laughs) I would have re-examined this. This is a lot of character growth right here for Kishan. No. Yeah. Is this a bad idea? What happened to running headlong into mirrors? Shove your hand in that shit. Get in there. (laughs) All of a sudden, the break everything plan is, wait, will something hurt me? Tristana just watched her friend die, and like, yes. what if this gauntlet is gonna possess her and make her kill her own friends? No, it seems just like a simple leather gauntlet. It's just a gauntlet holding elder spirits, two different worlds. What do you do? I'll 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 put it on. Strings around the bottom that you're able to pull tight, and while the string kind of da- the the leather kind of a uh, rope that's in the gauntlet hangs low once you tighten it against your hand, you can feel two things. First thing you feel is home. You feel your favorite chair. You feel a table with two cups, a cup for you, your favorite drink on a nice long spring day. And then on the other side of that table is a cup for her. The reason that that spring day was worth anything. The other thing you feel is hard to describe. It is adventure. It is excitement. It is the epitome of everything you understand about a world that no longer exists. Yet. Because the stone that you now possess, the first one, is absolutely a stone from the world of fables. 
even though that place has changed, you have a little bit of your homes inside this gauntlet. And the two entities that exist here turn to look at you. And Ikari looks at you as well and twists her head a little bit, kind of like a dog would, and nods at you while she looks at that light elemental stone. What do you do? To put it in the gauntlet? It's up to you. What do you do? I I was just making sure I was reading the situation. Yeah, I mean, sir, sorry. You, you, yeah, that's the, you're reading yeah. it right now. <laughs> uh, I, I put I hit, put Akari Stone in the gauntlet. You do that, and that middle spot on the gauntlet kind of turns and shifts and allows for that stone to fit there. Your stone is kind of jagged. Looks like it was like pulled out of maybe like a mine or something. Uh, But when you place it inside the gauntlet, it smooths out, it grows, and it becomes just as large as the other two stones. There is a bright light that shines from it as Hikari suddenly kind of grows, becomes larger, and you can feel her presence being of the same caliber as the other two. Two of them, the plant and this kind of chrono elemental, they bow to you and then they leave. And Ikari comes forth and you can feel that she has the same importance as the other two, as that stone is clearly now an elder stone. That's awesome. My baby girl. <laughs> she grew up. She all grew up. Got you. <laughs> whatever your your damage is, add an e- a die equal to it when you roll. So if it's oh, a d8, shit. make it a two d8. Oh shit, bitch. She's a nice. d10. There you go. That's awesome. Toit. It's a new <clears throat> round, and it's Vernon's turn. So who's left? <laughs> That's a good question. There's no one left. So, as their bodies fall, and you can hear Nyx once more, I don't understand why you want to do this. Why would you stop this? You have all lost something. And yet you you do everything you can to keep this from happening. Your friend is on the other side of this sigil. We'll meet him in our own time. It's not for you to decide when our time is. And I can't believe that you would try to rush everything for your daughter. You had your time, too. You may have chosen poorly what you were going to do with it. But that was your time. This is our time. The room fills with anger. Down here, it's Goonies time. (laughs) (laughs) Patch kind of starts to regain his form. His clothes are ragged. 
He's kind of breathing heavy and regaining his focus. But he looks up to where that voice seems to come. And he says, What you're doing is impossible. You can't break that sigil. That sigil was brought here. And it was placed in the care of the Dreamwalkers. It cannot be shattered. Not as long as the Dreamwalkers live. And she says, Well, that's very good to know. Because the last of the Dreamwalkers seem to be here. And anyone that's not, I'll find them. And I'll execute them. And then I'll fix this very broken system. And that's all the time we have for tonight. What? Why would you say that, Patch? God damn it. <laughs> very possibly the last episode of World Walkers happens what? next week. What? Oh my god.